I'm getting ready here for the World Series. All right, all right, Jimmy, let's see. I'm going to do a fridge check here. I got the Red Bull, got the Gatorade, and the Duncans. Yeah, we got that in there, too. Oh, let's see. Uh, have you got any, got your gear there, Jimmy? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I've got my cap, I've got my team towel, my jersey, and here's my kazoo. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds awful. Have you got the clicker? Oh, yeah. Good. Go ahead and uh, turn on the game there, Jimmy. Let's see. I, I got my good luck Braves COVID mask, too, so we should be ready. And Aunt Marge, she's cooking up our special good luck hot dog casserole today and Georgia peach cobbler. Uh, do you find it odd that you know, we're pulling for a National League team? Well, I'm not pulling for the Astros. Yeah, that makes sense. Welcome to Baseball Biz. I'm Mark Harbert, your host, and thank you for joining me again here today. Today we're going to take a look at what happened on the first game of the World Series being played there in Houston with the Astros facing none other than the Atlanta Braves. Wow, that was some kind of game. And those of you who were at Minute Maid Park there with all of those fans cheering and cheering just to hear them all go silent after the third pitch of the game. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that. Got Coach Cobb joining us here shortly, and we'll take a little bit of a deeper dive into what happened with Game 1 and what we expect to happen for the rest of the series. We'll also talk a little bit about the Silver Slugger Awards that are coming up and who's been nominated. And with that said, let's get going. Let's begin with some of the simple stuff first. For some, it's a kind of a primer for those of you who haven't really looked at the World Series lately. The World Series takes the American League champion and the National League champion, pits them on against one another for seven games. And from there, whoever wins the best of seven wins the World Series. Now, most of you already know that. But it's interesting, too, trying to find out where, when and where these games were. I got to tell you, through the championship series, I was going back between, oh, FS1, Fox, TBS, uh, MLB Network. The games seemed to be everywhere. Well. It's a little simpler this time out. Those of you who watched the game last night, game one, you probably found it on Fox. Good news. All of the games throughout the remainder of all seven games, if there are seven, will be played, or I should say will be broadcast on Fox. Now, well, where they will be played is something entirely different. The makeup of this World Series, the first two games are going to be held at Houston. Houston will be the home team. Then, games three, four, and five will be held in Atlanta with the Braves. That's if they need a game five. If they continue on, then game six and seven would return to Houston. So, quickly go down the list here again. Game two, that's going to be played uh, today, Wednesday, October 27th. Game three... Uh, since that moves to Atlanta, there's a game day off, I should say, Thursday, October 28th. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can watch the games again on Fox. Uh, let's see, I think they start around 8 o'clock, thereabouts, 8.09, 8.09, Usually the pre-show is about a half hour before that. Then on November 1st, they will travel back to Houston if necessary. Eh, we'll see if that's necessary or not. I I've actually picked the Braves in five. We'll talk with Coach Cobb in a minute and get his take 
on what's happening with the World Series as well. At this point, with Game 1 done, the Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Astros in Houston 6-2. For the moment, let's go ahead and see about that Silver Sluggers Award nominations. I'm not going to read you each one of these, but we will kind of go down between American League and National League and the nominees for each position for the Silver Slugger Award. I think what stands out most for me is when I'm looking at the American League and who all is nominated for uh, Silver Slugger is Toronto is there. I mean, they seem to pop up everywhere. If I look at the nominees for first base, you got Vlad Guerrero Jr. from Toronto. You got Yuli Guriel from Houston, and we know about his brother in Toronto, Matt Olson from Oakland. Then if we go to second base, there's Marcus Simeon at the top there from Toronto. Jose Altuve and others. Again, I'm not going to go down the whole list. Uh, not surprised to see at third base, Rafael Devers is a nominee. Shortstop. Correa, no big surprise there. And neither was it for C. Xander Bogarts. Outfield, glad to see that Cedric Mullins made there and T. Oscar Hernandez, yet a third Toronto person. And see, Aaron Judge was there. Oh, also in the outfield, Lurge Guriel Jr. from Toronto. So both the Guriel boys are there. Is it four for Toronto? Let's see. Guerrero? Semyon. Oh, I forgot. I knew there was another. Bobachette. Vlagrell Jr. at first. America Semyon at second. Then uh, third base, we got Bobachette. Yet another one. Outfielder, we got Teoscar Hernandez. And then we also have Lurge Guriel Jr. Five. Five Toronto, Toronto players giving representation at the Silver Slugger Awards. I'm not going to go down the rest because I told you I wouldn't, but I will say for my own personal preference, I do like to point out that Mike Zanino is there with catcher, also with Salvador Perez. And not surprisingly, seeing uh, Shohei Otani for the DH. If we go to the National League, which doesn't have a DH, we're going to see whom. Is there a presence there? Say from Atlanta. Okay, from Atlanta, yes. You got Freddie Freeman at first. You got Ozzie Albies at, se- at second base. You got Austin Riley at third base. Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, outfielder. You got Adam Duvall on this list. So there's probably somebody else I missed in the Silver Slugger Nationals, but it kind of gives you an idea of who's making a difference there. So again, Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley, and I said Adam Duvall as well. Let's go back for a second and look at the American League. Who's there for Houston? Yuli Gurriel Jr., okay, first base. Jose Altuve, second base. Shortstop, Carlos Correa. Outfield, Kyle Tucker. So good representation there as well as, oh, oh, oh yeah, don't forget uh, designated hitter Alvarez. He's made a big difference, and I think he made more impact than we might guess in this World Series. That being said, Let's go ahead now and listen to the interview with Coach Cobb. I apologize. I was having a little trouble with my microphone. But as always, Coach Cobb brings it. I tell you what, it's always a joy and a pleasure to speak with this man. And I hope we have him on on future uh, episodes as well. Hey, Coach Cobb, man, last night I saw the game with the Braves. 
starting off the World Series against Astros, expectations, well, let's face it, Astros playing home, and I'm listening to a lot of the pundits saying, well, the Astros are going to get it, and they're, they're going to take these first two at home, and they're going to get it in five. Well, you know my feelings on Mark? Atlantic came out swinging. They didn't come out there playing 10 or nothing. They just came out swinging. If we were to win this game tonight, it'll be the same situation that the Dodgers put themselves in. Well, it, it was exciting. I mean, you, you look at this. You and I were talking earlier about who that Braves team is and, you know, who who's recognized them. No, I was saying that a lot of these folks are looking at what's happening out there in the Northeast, what's happening out there in the Southwest, California, New York, whatever. But they don't pay close enough attention to teams like the, uh, the Royals and certainly not the, the Braves. And the Braves... <laughs> anybody who looked at the beginning first this year and said, well, I think the Braves are going to be there, they weren't making judgments on the team that's there now. And, and No, no, no. It's a completely different team. And uh, it just seems like that he's pushed all the right buttons so far as Snicker has. And, uh, you know, they, they, you can notice what me and you talked about earlier. They play for each other. They're all about team. They have fun over there. I mean, man. You know, in the first inning last night, they were losing the goose over there. It was crazy. I, I'd, <laughs> they weren't like the Tampa Bay Rays sitting in, in there eating popcorn <laughs> in the dugout. But, man, when you bring Solaire up there at, at, at uh, starting out the game, and there he is, the first two uh, pitches he lets pass and ball, ball, and that third one he decides to go ahead and hit it and knock that yeah. thing. Bam, that was amazing. He's a big, big man. I know you know that, but I mean, he's he's six five, two thirty or something. I mean, they can run, and he's going to be around for a long time. They're going to be pretty damn good next year, especially if they get a good back. There's going to have to be somebody's not going to play. Yeah, well, that's that's going to happen. I mean, you, there's no way around that. But no, I went in there, that game waiting to see Framber Valdez that I'd seen a few games earlier. I, I really expected to see this guy uh, task <laughs> task the, the Braves, for, you know, but that didn't happen. I mean, what, he was uh, two innings and five earned runs? Yeah, he was, he was out of there. But, you know, when you look at the Braves lineup, Mark, with Albies at Solaire, I think Riley's going to be one of the best players in the game in the next few years. He's solid at third. He hits for power. He's hitting for average. I mean, they're, they're a team that uh, people's kind of so short. I got sick of listening the last few days about Houston because they've been there before and got veterans. You know, the same situation when Atlanta played the Dodgers. Yeah. I'm... He's on uh, Houston now. I mean, it's on them. If they were to lose tonight, then Atlanta's pitching a good pitcher again tonight. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to see what Max Breed does up there. But looking back, I, I just did a little measurement here. Looking back just at the last 25 games with the Brewers, uh, let's uh -huh. see. They've won 20 of those 25 games. That gives them about a, what, a 800 winning average. Wow. Right. Run differential, about 50 differential over every game. They're a plus. And they didn't actually hit. Over 500 until like August 7th, coach. I was like, what? But so that, that kind of tells you when when things turned, you know, when, when the challenge changed. Yeah. And let me ask you something. You're a baseball man. You've got great knowledge. 
I kind of thought he might have been a mistake for not leaving Rosario off last night, but like you said, it played out. He's pushing all the right buttons. The guy hadn't played, you know, in, in two weeks because he's in a COVID lockdown. But, uh, I mean, he leaves him off. That's Rosario in front of Adam. He gets two more hits. I've never seen nobody hit like he did last week. No. So- in the playoffs. <laughs> Rosario. <laughs> Rosario and, and Soler both, I mean, just have been outstanding. And, and uh, you look at, him, at somebody who's been with the team, Ozzy Albies, he's part of that as well. Um, he, oh, yeah. And he brings an excitement to the game. What, I mean, I see him stealing bases. And <laughs> there, there's one thing, if you don't know anything else about baseball, watching somebody steal bases is certainly an exciting part of the game because there's, there's a tension. Is is it going to be worth it? Is it going to make a difference? And he's been doing pretty well with that. Yes, he has. And, you know, you got him and Altuve on the other side. They're both five seven, but they play like they're six six. Yeah, you're right. And Altuve, I mean, he's always fun to watch too, how quick he can be out there in the field. But last night, Charlie Morton uh, gave him a bit of a challenge. Yes, he did. But you remember this last night. Them two plays that Altuve and Albies made when they both went, you know, way to the right, two balls and got Freeman and I can't remember the other guy they got out. But them are major league plays that most guys don't make. No, I, I agreed. Absolutely agreed. But it's it was amazing. And, and as long as we're talking about Altuve, too, and I was reflecting back about what happened at the plate, you know, Charlie Morton, I mean, I love this guy, okay? I, I was here in, in Tampa Bay when he was playing as a pitching here, and it was always amazing to watch him. You know, I'd see him, I'd see Glass now. And then, I, of course, I saw the, the catcher we had as well. Here I am looking at Little D, as they called him, you know, Darno. Yeah. And, but watch, watching that combination, and there in the second inning, I'm, I'm seeing, I think, Guriel, Yuli Guriel hits the ball. And I see it bounce off of uh, Charlie Morton's leg out there pitching. It bounces off him, headed over to first. And it did with such velocity. I thought, hey, Charlie's doing well. He's running over to get the ball. I mean, that must have hurt like hell. Oh, it had to hurt. He went on stage in there for another inning and a half. Yeah. Who, who would have guessed that? He found out he broke. He got a broken bone in there. Jeez. I mean, that's, that's commitment. You know, I, that's the sort of thing that becomes legend, I think. And, Especially, yeah, I think I agree with you. It's like when what's his name? Like, oh, we got a pitch for Boston had blood run through his socks. Oh yeah, I can't. Jeez, Kurt Schilling. Kurt yeah, Kurt Schilling. I mean, you, you remember them things if you're a ball player or anybody that follows baseball the rest of your life. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. I, I tell you what, somebody else. I'm going to talk again about an old former Tampa Bay Ray, and that was Jake Odorizzi. For the Astros yeah. last night, pitching man, there he is. I think he pitched two and a third innings and had uh, he did get one hit on him, but he had five strikeouts. Five strikeouts. Wow. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know you can't buy that sort of talent no, happening. No, up there. you can't make that kind of stuff up. Happen. I mean, they're they're on a roll. They're really believing their stuff. I know the Astros have some veteran players and a lot of name players, but uh, Atlanta—they're—they're they're going to bring it every game. They're going to have to beat Atlanta. Atlanta ain't going to get nothing. Well, I, I figure the Astros are going to come back very hungry after being defeated six to two. 
looking there at Minute Maid Stadium last night after Solaire hit that first solo home run, that place sounded like like a graveyard. It was it was quiet. Yeah. All that screaming before that, and then you could hear somebody ask you a question. <laughs> well, it was it was it, a, was, it was exciting. I, I'm dying to wait till the night. It'll be bombing down in Atlanta, Friday. I got two of my friends are going down there. And, uh, I know Adam's brothers. His family's going to be down there, but I mean that place will be rocking too Friday night. And you and I on a past episode talked about uh, another player I want to kind of jump back to, if I may, and that's Adam Duvall. I mean, you and I both are from uh, Louisville, Kentucky area, and uh, Adam, what he went to Butler High School in Louisville, am I correct? Yeah, that's exactly where you went for a while. Yeah, yeah, I did. I went there uh, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, and they kicked me out. <laughs> well, you say they kicked you out. Just say you left, and you end up going to. That's right. <laughs> we'll say that. But uh, anyway, yeah. So I mean, that's it's always been a very great athletic school. Duvall, man, you know he. I was looking at him a little earlier during this postseason, and and I wasn't sure that he was really going to to live up what he had done to the rest of the year. But he was on fire last night. Yeah, he's. Uh, you know. If you look at him tonight, look at look how big his arms have gotten. You check him out tonight, his form. And that ball he hit last night, Mark, that thing got out of there in a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, it was an absolute rocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, again, I'm glad to see that kind of excitement come to the game. I'm going to do, you know, I told you, when he gets down to this World Series, I said the playoffs, but when they get down to the World Series, he'll either come home or I'll speak to him. I'm going to. I'm going to have him uh, contact you and do a show with you on your show one day. Well, I appreciate that, buddy. I really do. I think it'd be a good thing. You know, he's a so likable of a guy. There ain't nobody can say a bad word about him. That's all I've heard about him as well, and that's that's not always the case with some of the players. So I, I'm... Oh, no, I know that. Yeah, I know. But you, you know what? Atlantic carries herself pretty dang on good. You don't ever see no mouthing going on with the other team. You don't see no, you know, smart alley hit a home run and flipping her bat and this and that. They just play baseball. That's it. Yeah, that kind of professional commitment to the game and the friendliness, too. I mean, and the cut-ups. I love it when I see two – well, I mean, Atlanta Braves, but I see it with a lot of teams, too. When you have a guy who's made it to first base and you see a little bit of cutting up, a little cordial nature back and forth between the guy who's on base and the first baseman. But, uh, and and I, I get that kind of feel overall about the Braves, that, that they're there to play a game and be serious about it, but also they're going to have a little fun, and I don't see a lot of animosity anywhere near there. No, not at all. You know, and you, you, you're like me. I watch everything. Every time the opposing team gets a runner at first, Freeman and whoever the player is at first, they're always smiling and having some nice things to say to each other. You can just read it. You know, some rivalries you'll see and you say, man, those people will never talk to one another. Fred, Freddie Freeman's a good ambassador of the game. Yes, 100%. So what do you think, Coach? What do you think we're going to be seeing here in the rest of the series? How do you think it'll go? I think Atlanta's going to win it. I picked them to win it before the playoffs even started. I think they're on a roll this year. I think they're destined. I think they have all the pieces that they all just do their part. I mean, you're going to have each one of them going to struggle at a certain time, but they, they're going to be hard to beat now. 
Yeah, they are. And, and I'm one of those people too who didn't see them coming, you know, to the, the postseason. Uh, me, again, not surprisingly, I saw the Tampa Bay Rays when I looked to the National League way back at the beginning of the season. I was thinking San Diego Padres. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, back at the start, I had the Dodgers of San Diego, but the Dodgers got, they've got some, is this just me? I don't know, but they have, looks like to me, they have some clubhouse and managerial. Uh, speech or something going on. Yeah, and sometimes I wonder with that team how much is being dictated from the front office because yeah, if if you're Dave Roberts, do you actually get to say who's going to be in the lineup today? Yeah, he he. Uh, I thought he made a lot of bad judgments on things during this. I mean, you can always analyze everybody, but they got to make their decisions. But it seemed like everything Stenny's are doing with the Braves is just. It's, it's right on. It's working out like changing that bat on. Yes, he's going to change it again today. Uh, Rosario will be leading off tonight. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you go from hit fifth or sixth, and then uh, the next day you're leading off. Well, who? Where was Jock, Jock Peterson last night? Wasn't he about like seventh on the on the lineup? That, that kind of yeah, surprised. Yeah, he was eighth. eighth. He batted in front of us right after the boy uh, batted in front of the catcher Candelero and Swanson. Wow. And you know that guy, he's a big-time hitter, too, in big situations, that Peterson. Yeah, I know. I almost expected to see him a little higher up in the lineup, but he, he was right where he needed to be. Yeah, they, they uh, it doesn't really hurt them to go through three to eight in their batting order because they can all do something. Yeah. And they got that one thing out, he's combat from both sides, and he's got, you know, he hits decent from both sides, and, and he can run, I mean... They're pretty damn solid all the way across the board. Well, I'm looking forward to tonight as well and seeing how that, that comes to be and, um, you know, seeing Max Freed face up. I think it's going to be against Arcady from the uh, from the Astros. Yeah. So it's going to be and exciting. I want to see Friday what happens, Mark, when they have they don't have that, you know, the hitter. They'll have to set somebody out. I don't know who it will be, but somebody will set out. Yeah, that's always a thing. Let, let me ask you, do you think D.H., you think after this next uh, CBA, we'll we'll have a designated hitter? It's going to be a cross both national. I think it should definitely be in the game. Don't you agree? Oh heck yes! I mean, to me, wholeheartedly. I'm so tired of seeing pitchers go up there. I mean, outside of Shohei Otani and maybe a couple others, go up there and just watch. Yeah, but um, yeah, the average guy, like you're saying, and they try to bunt, hit it up back in the press box, do something else in the game. I mean, it's a waste of time some pitchers up there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So maybe we'll see what happens with the CBA this year. And uh, I'm excited. I'm enjoying this week. I'm enjoying everything about it. And I'm looking forward to a 2022 season actually being here. I'm 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 really uh, hopeful that MLB and the, the Players Association will be able to hold hands together and and figure this stuff out and give us a a great season next year. But right now, wow, uh, I, I'm. Yeah. I'm like you. I'm excited to see what happens Friday uh, as far as the changing and as far as being there in Atlanta. <laughs> a, yeah, a, yeah. A different crowd. I, I'd love to see this game done in five games. I, I, heck, I'd like to see it done in four. But I think I think it's possible to do this in five. It might be. I mean, you could be right. If they were to win tonight, well, I mean, you're talking about something out in the pressure, a really man on the Astro. Oh yeah, it's like I said. It's going to be an exciting game tonight and the rest of the season. I'm 
I'm so thankful and I've been so I'll say it again I'm so excited to see what the Braves did with their uh, right. with their team bringing in these new guys you know make they're all making a difference so yeah, that's right exciting times anything else you want to leave us with uh, today coach on, on uh, I'll tell you what Mark I, I would like to say to everybody's listening for what you do and how you cover things and as professional acting as the show is I really appreciate it. I've got a bunch of my guys here in Louisville that's read that interview you mean you had on there, and they punch up stuff that you do now on their phones. And uh, it's it's a good thing to have. We've got to keep people involved, especially like yourself, the people that listen to the shows, and and that. And I really appreciate you and your show. Well, thank you, sir. It's just been a joy having you on there, Coach Cobb. Thank you very much for joining us again here on Baseball Biz, and we look forward to. Picking your brain and season experience as well in the future, my friend. And we'll talk. I'll be either call you. You call me. It's it's closer to the end of the series. And let's make sure we keep in contact. And God bless you, buddy. God bless you, too. All right, partner. All right. Well, again, a special thank you to Coach Cobb for joining us today here on Baseball Biz. It's always a pleasure and delight to have him here. And I hope you've enjoyed our little review of Game 1 of the World Series. 2021. And just remember, you can find us on Baseball Biz at iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Oh, you! If there's a directory out there, we're there. Also, you can find me, Mark, at the Baseball Biz on Twitter. We look forward to talking with you guys again real soon. Special thanks to X Take RUX for the music rocking forward. <laughs>